0: Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade
1: Radio.
0: Rough Trade Radio. Is it Rough Trade Radio? Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. What's that? Hi, you're listening to Rough Trade Radio's Shoplifting Podcast, where we ask artists to have a rummage through our racks and pull out some records to talk about. I'm lucky enough today to be joined by Norman Blake of Teenage Fan Club, who have just released Here, which is their
2: eleventh or length, Is that right? I think ten. 10. I think tenth um, or eleventh. It could be. I guess it's got to the point where I'm not sure. How does it feel? It's amazing. Well, amazing to still be able to make records because I guess that's what we, when we started the band that's that was our sole intention we only we, we, we wanted to make a record and we, so we've been able to make quite a few more than that so we feel very privileged
0: yeah i mean you'd never you'd never know listening to it that it was your 10th record which i guess is testament to oh that's like that, thanks. guys that's it still okay. sounds as fresh as ever yeah well that's great thank you no no problem so um yeah so what have you got for us today then well, we're going to pick up some records i have
2: actually and i've got i've started with a, a, a record that was it was a seven inch was released by rough trade mm-hmm. um and uh uh i, I because we're in the rough, we're a rough trade shop, I thought I should pick something that was on the rough trade label, um, and it's by the um, Swiss group Kleenex. It's one of the early singles on rough trade, and it's called "Ain't You." Um, and the um, well, it's just I think it's actually it's probably my, my favourite record that the label released. Actually, it's, uh, there's nothing quite like it. It's kind of angular. Do you so, remember
0: what era that was?
2: I think the record's maybe 1978. Yeah, okay, could, could be 78. Classic. I think it's 78. Um, and it's just not—it's not—it's you know—it's sort of angular, spiky music. Uh, it's just—it's just a really exciting record. It sounds as fresh now as it did the first time I heard it. It Always sounds great every time I put it on. It's—I it's, think it probably—it's possibly my favorite record of all time. Uh, um, although there are a few that I like, but this one's just great. Um, and, uh, Would you
0: say anything's rubbed off on your music? i, think?
2: I, I don't think so, no. Because no. it's when well, the music we make is really, really different to yeah. this. You know, it sounds nothing course, like yeah. us, but. But certainly, when I, I was young, I really loved it. I loved this yeah. record. This, and uh, it's, it? it's yeah, and it's stayed with me.
0: Okay, so let's, uh, let's have a listen to that Let's "Ain't You" by Kleenex. <laughs> today Great tune, and uh, yeah, what have we got next then, Norman?
2: Well, it's it's another um, uh, old girl band actually, the Slits from the UK, Um, around the same time actually. And I picked the Cut album, Um, this was a record that I loved, it's got um, it's got uh, well. It's actually it's around the same period as Typical Girls, the single. No, typical Girls is on it, yeah. Uh, which is a great, great record. Uh, and I've just, I really loved the Slits at the time too. Uh, lots of the music that they made. My, I think probably my favourite thing that they did was the uh, a John Peel session, which you can get on on the uh, what you call it Strange Fruit um, label. I think I think that's still available. Yeah. There's a song on that called Vindictive, which is for me my favourite Slits song. But um, because Vindictive isn't on this record. Uh, I'll go with uh, one that probably a lot of people will have heard. Um, uh, t- typical, Girls. it's a really, really brilliant song.
0: I didn't tell you to put this on, by the way. This is a new Rough Trade exclusive uh, reissue. So, oh, what, is just, that you a- can just confirm to the to uh, the audience that I didn't ask. Oh to
2: no, you this. absolutely <laughs> didn't. No, I just I, I, here's the thing. when I, you know, I guess I'm talking about Rough I just noticed it said Rough Trade Essential. Um, but you know, Rough Trade. When I started making music, um, Jeff. I was putting. Jeff, I was putting out loads of great records. In fact, I've I've got quite a few. I've got the first single, the uh, Paris Mackie by Metal Urban, yeah. and that's another really uh, great great record. Um, so it's it's purely coincidental that I've picked something that um, that's uh, associated uh, with the label the store.
0: That was typical girls by the slits. Uh, Norman, what you got for us next? Uh,
2: well, I'm going to. Uh, I'm go- oh, sorry, I'm going to go back to Glasgow and uh, uh, another um, influence on her band, a very strong influence in her band, uh, and pick something by Orange Juice, um, Edwin Collins. group group? I'm sure. People listening would would know that, um, but the, the the Edward and the uh, Edward Edwin Edward Edwin and the uh, postcard label is really the, the, was the catalyst for the, just about all of the music that's coming out of Glasgow now. I mean, even people that don't sound like Ornish just I'm sure would would tell you that they were an inspiration. Yeah. Mogwai and those guys all love Edwin. Everyone does. Um, and they were it was just it was really i think you know before that in Glasgow, most people, if they wanted to make a record, would come down to London you, know, you would leave the city and come down to london and that kind of happened in all cities in the u k the music business was in London, and you know the punk rock thing changed all of that, and all of a sudden you'd people sort of staying in Manchester and Bristol and yeah. creating little scenes and releasing independent records and so orange just were on postcard um and uh uh it's, and so their first album um in fact here's a good story for you we're doing the, an in-store here today the guy doing sound for for us our band who does sound for our band and who's doing sound for the in-store uh recorded the first orange juice then was the ostrich wow. churchyard records yeah, that's that, that that stuff David Henderson's name is and he's our sound guy big tall guy you'll see him there he recorded all of that stuff Great. so if you see that ostrich church yeah. record that's his his stuff um but um uh, I think what I'll pick from uh from the you can't hide your love for uh, uh, forever album would be their, what was their first single it's a re-recording of the first song uh their first single and the song's called falling and laughing
0: Orange juice and uh, next next up, Norman.
2: Uh, well, next up, I've picked another band actually from the sorry late 70s. So all of the choices have been from that period, and the last one won't be. But this one is from that period, and it's. Um, it's uh, a track from the Cheers Missing album, at uh, Wires Cheers Missing album. Um, Still and, uh, ever
0: prolific. Uh, an amazing albums in the
2: last two uh, years. Incredible, and and the great thing about Wire is that they, they really, they uh, you know, I think that we've never done. we kind of, we, in fact, I often a, a criticism that people level us is that man, you guys just re- recycle the same thing with every album. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose Jerry, um, in an interview recently, said, "Well, we're we're kind of traditionalist in that way. That's, we just we just trying to improve our thing. And yeah. we've got one thing that we do, and we, we hopefully we're pretty we're good doing at it. Well, it. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, and and that's uh, that's our style. But why are we are, are completely different. Yeah. I mean, if you go from the first album, Pink Flag, which is incredible record, yeah. you know, um, tons and tons of tiny short track, two minute tracks, the really aggressive, um, Don't sort worry. of punk rock tunes." Mr. Suit and one two X and all the brilliant fantastic record and then this the, this next record Dem um, cheers missing was quite different you know they were the the you know the songs that were would sort of you know in, in many ways are completely different to the, the first record things like I'm the fly and um I know actually a lot of the songs on chairs missing are different from you know you, you know there are lots and lots of different styles yeah. on there and so it probably wouldn't su- be a surprise to people that to you know that I've picked the, the what w- was a single from the record they sort of extended it a bit um, and it's probably the poppiest song on the album did uh, you say this
0: was on 7 inch did, did, did it, you so there's a 7 inch original, a really
2: dual yeah. 7 inch of it actually uh, that you can get on har- the harvest label yeah. and it's a white uh, vinyl 7 inch beautiful. with that green ha- harvest yeah. label and the you know and so it's just a lovely but it's a fantastic record um, yeah. and it's called outdoor minor
3: spots in the leopard's eyes can only help to jeopardize the lives of lambs, the shepherd cries an to life for a silver fish eternal dust less ticklish than the clean moon a house gets way he lies on his side, is he trying to hide? In fact, it's the earth, which is nonsense, but He lies on his side, is he trying to hide? In fact, it's the earth, which is nonsense, but a face worker, a serpent time miner A roof falls, an underliner A belief structure, the egg timer Which is but he lies on his side as he to
2: hide? In which is but, but he lies on his side as he to hide? In fact, Next up Norman, the final, final well, record? Yeah, the final choice um, is uh, going to be a song, a song from Yula Tengo who are friends of ours, we toured with Yula Tengo um, like back in the very early '90s, we the, actually the first time we played in New York, uh, we'd signed to Matador. Our, our album was I think the second or third record released on Matador, and uh, and they were kind of uh, Yula Tenga were friends with Gerard Cosloy, and uh, so we 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 were actually our first kind of proper show was at CBGB's. They had it was the launch night for the Matador label, and um, uh, we did an orgy overkill, run the bill in Superchunk. And a group called the Dust Devils, who were kind of that—that that was the—they were the original artists on Matador. Or Joe Overkill did it as a favor. Uh, but the night before that, we played in a kind of loft rehearsal space, and Gerard invited some of his friends down, and that was the first time we met Yula Tango. We've known them for that long, and they're really good friends. I—I I, now I live in Canada, and when I go down to New York, I always visit them. Um, but we got to tour with them. Uh, uh, but I've picked something from one of the more recent albums. I think they've had a couple of records out since this one. Um, but I think this, is, th- this song is, is, is incredible. And it's called Avalon or Someone Very Similar.
0: Amazing. Thanks, Norman. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, and we'll, we'll leave you with Yola Tango.
1: Trade Radio. I've never
4: been
0: alone. Wilco Schmilco. Long enough to
4: know. If I ever was
3: a child.
0: Buy now in store or online at roughtrade.com. I was tied up like a
3: boat. Button like a coat. Set free for a while.